Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Hey, Hall, playing Desmond. <laughs> I'm Zach. And Sorry, I... my guess is my internet cut out again. Um, I'm Daniel, and I play Chad Fleek. Matt, and I play Layla. Waffle playing... That, that little breeze that creeps in under the door when it's closed and it's, like, kind of cold. The creeper breeze? A draft? Yeah. No, 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 not like a draft, but, like, specifically the kind that comes from under a door. And you can, like, put your hand down there and you're like, oh, yeah, there's some airflow there. <laughs> we the baron not... of that. <laughs> the, bar- the baron of that. We don't have any mail. Uh, so who wants to give us a recap of what happened in our very truncated last episode? <laughs> We, oh boy. we hemmed and we hawed, and everybody's Again. like, oh, I don't know if we should kill these ants. Maybe there's another way. And then nobody could come up with another way, so I'm like, fine, Ched, Earthglide. And then Ched almost got devoured by the mythal. And, and that's literally where we left. Correction, Ched... Ched is in the process of almost being devoured by the mythal. Yeah. I lunge it. forward, and I grab at his stony carapace, and I pull, and I say, Ched! Ched, what's going on? Like, I don't have a carapace. Thank you. Um, but <laughs> that's the part you're worried about. <laughs> that's an aside. Yes. Uh, anatom- anatomically speaking. Um, I'm getting pulled at the mythal. Pull me. Yeah. Help. Fight help it. Me out. Don't go towards the light. There is no light. There's I, only dark. I would like to try to help Chud out of the ground with my paltry strength. Didn't I pass my the first strength check? You managed to get yourself kind of leveraged half out of the ground. Um, but you are still being pulled as though by an undertow. So, uh, I will need you to make another strength check. Terra jokes, you can also make a strength check. Okay, um, yeah, the... Alright. <laughs> so, what stat the... were you expecting me to let you use for this? I don't know, maybe like a spell. Well, do I, I get advantage? Can I or... I mean, I, we're we're all right there. Like, if Tarjix is reaching out to grab him, I'm going to help, too. Sure. That's you, a 10. You can make it with advantage. <laughs> I grab him, and for some reason, I'm making, like, fishing reel noises. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I uh, just grab onto uh, Rock Ched, and, like, the fingers of the gauntlets indent a little. Sorry, buddy. Um, I got a natural twenty though. Oh my Aww. gosh! I I also did. <laughs> in a 15, All right. So. Wow. All right. The, the hand just pressed I... back onto where I gripped onto you. Holy moly! It just Why? becomes the uh, the two strong arms giving each other a hand. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> is just like flapping along with it, like. <laughs> so, Chad and Falrock. Um, between the two of them managed to leverage Chet out of the ground and they have also somehow managed to pick up Terrajux in his entirety <laughs> and are just holding him over their heads at the same time. He's, and he's I, I swoon and I go, oh, Mr. Beauregard. Oh my god, no. <laughs> I, I stay floating I, exactly where I am. After extricating myself fully from the earth, I'm going to wild shape back into myself all right bad call on my part i'll take responsibility for that one no no this is okay it's okay. fine i have a near-death experience <laughs> almost not, not devoured it's... by the mythal it's not a spell like ability i guess for the purposes of the mythal it is a spell or it's magic i don't know so, wild shape I mean, is magic, magic. Yeah. we've established yeah. that i, I cast okay. as a and make a white cone-shaped hat with the word responsibility on it and i put it on teradrex's head <laughs> <laughs> Alright. All right. I don't see anybody else coming up with any great ideas. No, why? <laughs> we don't need to. You're right, we why, don't. Why is the mythal just pulling even us? Because we're well, magic. Yeah, Ched, uh, Ched turned into a magical being. So, Shloop? Um, it's not pulling us specifically, because we are not... Although we are infused with magic, we are not magic entirely but elementals are like pure magic so yeah bit different uh i'm thinking we're just gonna have to go in through the front door then if like if the mythal's yeah. doing its magic thing i imagine like 
Pass Without Trace is going to get pulled off of us like a cloak and you know, any other like, oh, you could use calm emotions. It's just not going to work. Like, I think we're down to our last option and it is use the hammer. And by which I mean the Teliferous. So Any you were like shooting, shooting a hole in the door of the Mythol room, or are we talking still about the Ant Cave? I think we're still talking about the Ant Cave. Yeah. Yeah, we need to clear out the Ant Cave and go see what's in there. And hopefully it's they're, not... They're doing something. Hopefully the pole isn't so strong for, like purely magical oh it curves the shots it, it diverts <laughs> it yeah okay so first thing we do is uh, we a low power warning shop right and yeah, then okay. we we adjust for windage right other so yes if people are still not wanting to fight these ants for whatever reason the other option is we try to get some of we get like a severed head from an ant and we use that to try to eat through the door on the mythol room and then see if we can go like turn off the mythol or shield it in Wait, some way could, well i mean could jed turn into one the, of these ants now the well they're no, not a no, they're not animal beasts. they're an aberration um but the the other thought is that i just i just turn into something small and just walk right past them and it doesn't matter that the mythol is pulling me it can't literally pull me through the dirt because i don't have yeah, and I'm also not elemental. I'm not I I think if you want to do that, um, go ahead. I I would worry that if they suddenly decide to eat you, we're not going to be able to come prevent that. So you'll be on your own. But I, I was hoping we wouldn't going... have to, but I think it's time to just blow up the blow in the front door. All right. Uh, well... I'm gonna... Chad's going to push back a little bit here. Uh, he's going to ask to do the the spider reconnaissance again. It's fast. Yeah. Um, it's hardly oh, noticeable. Yeah. Um, like they're can... they're not even gonna they're not even gonna realize that I'm yeah. strutting on through their little if, cave here. If something goes wrong, how can you signal? There's us? a there's a time limit. There's a time limit. I will come back. I'll get a Ouija board. Regardless of how. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Divine where I am with uh, a little magnifying glass and a board of letters. Here's what we'll do. Um, we we have a set of standing stones, right? Like intership communication ones that we've been using for a while. Uh -huh. um, we'll just send one of those with Ched so that when he gets with knocked spider out Ched? of... Yeah, the standing stone it, is larger than Ched as a spider. It morphs into, It'll, into yeah. his person the where it is in, not usable anymore. Because it's there like, for that when he gets knocked out of spider form by damage, it will become usable. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> if, he's like, all right, half, if he's halfway in there though and gets knocked out by damage, we have to blow through those guards and everything. Yeah, I still just don't know. Falrock, how fast can you run? Uh. I can move 45 feet and around. Or, or okay. Sorry, I can move 90 feet with dash. Yeah. Yeah. That's... 90 feet per six seconds, so mm -hmm. a lot. So there's that. And then I can. I can move. Uh, I can fly 60 uh, per move. So that's 120 with dash. Um, I, we can get there. Like. Yeah. Wait a minute. In fact, we should be, like, nearby and ready to jump in when yeah. necessary. But, like, I am I, I don't know. The big guys at, at the doorway, I don't think we'll let anything in. Especially because anything that's not them is going to be pretty noticeable, even as small as a spider is. I, I still think we should try it, but, like, but let's just go over there and be ready to fight. So let's Okay, so we go as close as we can, like... Uh, Falrock has seen what their sort of like warning range is, so we stay outside of that. We go hunker yeah, down and, behind a bush. And for reference, is this like on a hillside that we can all walk to, or is this just like a different part of the cliff face that because they are ants, rock biters, whatever, and I can walk on walls, they can get to? So, because I don't think I ever clarified that. The tree ship is resting kind of on a like a little bluff cliffside sort of thing. Okay. Um, and the, 
Rockbiter Cave is sort of adjacent to where the tree ship is resting on the the cliff itself. So okay, it's, but there's still like solid ground below that. It doesn't just go off into the void. Yeah, correct. Okay. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we're we're posted up. Yep. So we get you, as bud. close as we can and I give Ched the thumbs up. So hopefully this isn't Yeah. Okay, I'm going to wild shape into a spider. And this tiny little spider just gets plucked off the ground and tumbles back towards the mythal. <laughs> ready in an exploding arrow. <laughs> to kill Chet in case the, the mythal gets yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Quickly, uh, break him out of spider form. It's what he would have wanted. Ched uh, is now a spider. He's very small. You do not get sucked into the mythal. Okay. Okay. Do, do I feel any pull whatsoever? Nope. All right, I'm off. And I start uh, my excursion into the cave. All right. Uh, Ched departs with a tiny sonic boom. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. enters the cave. What do I see? That's a good question. I'm assuming spiders have dark vision. I do have dark vision. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Uh, that seems like a silly oversight to not give them. Um, um, we, I can't remember if we've discussed this before. Ched still has tremor sense while in spider form because it's like yes. a hatchling thing, right? Yeah. Yes, he definitely okay. still has tremor sense, um, which makes it very useful for earth gliding. If yeah. that was an option, you yeah. essentially become one big eardrum. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh. So, you enter the cave, and there is a longish tunnel that the rockbiters are traveling down. There are tunnels going off to either side, but they are proceeding straight down this main one. All the, all the rockbiters are going down the same tunnel? Yeah. Is it also the rockbiters... Are they also the rockbiters that are carrying back bits of the tree ship? Yes. Okay, I'm going to follow their... Little, uh, their little line here. Okay. Uh, this goes through several twists and turns. Um, there is a brief vertical drop after a couple of minutes. And the rock biters just kind of go right over the side and down this uh, vertical tunnel that looks to be about a 20 foot drop down. Okay. I'll keep following them. Okay. They clamber down the walls and past a large chamber that contains um, a bunch of stalagmites and stalactites that are... They look kind of sculpted. Um, oh. Sort of like... It kind of has the same consistency, texture, rippling effect as the caves itself. Like they were formed rather than occurred naturally, hmm. and they, the rock biters, continue on further in. So do those just mm. like line the sides of the tunnel, or are they like everywhere? And the rock biters are walking over them in between. So them? it's a it's a larger cavern, sort of a cavernous space, and they are sort of scattered at random throughout, and then. It narrows down into another tunnel on the far side. Okay, I'll head towards that tunnel. Okay. You pass several more twists and turns, and eventually come into a, a very large chamber with a very large rock biter and several of the soldier rock biters that you saw, or Falrock saw earlier, and you passed on your way in. Uh, this very large rock biter has a, a swollen abdomen, and the worker rock biters are bringing their little chunks of rock to this large one. Uh, the large one takes it and uh, applies, much like the workers did with their acid, but it's it's a different sort of consistency fluid to the exterior of these um, little orbs of stone 
and then hands it back. And the workers then take it to the swollen abdomen where there is another pair of pinchers uh, that sort of secrete a different fluid onto it. They take the orb back and then it goes further into the cave past the the large quote-unquote queen. Okay. So, Hmm. okay, it's getting the queen special, all right, and then it's going to some other part of the process. So I'm going to follow that line of rock biters that are walking away from the the queen. Okay. The quote-unquote queen. You make it into this next chamber, um, which is a very tall cylinder, and uh, it kind of extends past the, the limits of your dark vision going up and down. The rock biters are clambering along the walls, which have been carved into um, hundreds and hundreds of little pockets, um, slightly larger than the rock orbs that they're carrying. And they will find an empty pocket and deposit their rock orb into it as they, as they travel. Make oh. a perception check for me. My god. Okay. What is the spider's perception? What is the perception? Oh, the well, actually, no, I get to keep... I Sorry, I retain Your mental all mental scores are mental, the same, yep, yes. So wisdom. Um, 19. Uh, you notice um, the ones further up, sort of at the edge of your vision, there's a faint sparkle to them. Okay, I'm going to go inspect the ones that are sparkling. Okay. You clamber on up and poke your spidery head into one of these little pockets. And inside you see... um, Imagine if a geode was translucent and you could see inside. Okay. So there's kind of a a clearish orb that has crystals in the interior. And actually, I really kind of want to know what that would look like in real life now that I've described it. <laughs> um, I imagine just, like, it it would look like broken glass. Yeah, something like that. But with a perfectly smooth, like a ball, like perfectly yeah. smooth surface. Um, make another perception check for me. Okay. Like a kaleidoscope. Um, well, that's a... <laughs> Plus nine is 27. Okay. Um, You notice faint movement. Again, sort of at the edge of your vision going up. Oh, okay. Um, Are any of the rock biters going this high? No, they're mostly heading down. Okay. There are a couple up here that are sort of moving around, going from pocket to pocket and just sort of like prodding at things, but they're not. Fresh orbs are not being carried this high. Okay. Um, I'll go up towards the movement, then. Alright. You clamber on up, repeat the uh, repeat the spider head, etc., etc., and you see that um, the orbs up here, the, uh, the crystals inside have sort of coagulated into a, a tiny little sort of pulsing form inside the inside the sphere like a very sharp almost polygonal form what what is it does it look like a spider i mean a an ant no it's one of the rock biters almost spherical oh like somebody melted all the crystals together so it, it doesn't look like it has hard angles at all uh some but it's it's most it's mostly smooth. Okay, so like a marbled or speckled kind yeah. of stone. So what's I mean what what shape does it take inside? You're saying that this is a this is a form within the like translucent, um, yes, crystalline outer part. Okay, um, it it's kind of spherical. It looks like there are some protrusions along the side. Make a third perception check. Okay. 18. Okay. Um, 
you look up again and you can kind of see the the ceiling further up here and there is a a row at the very top of this chamber where the pockets are much larger and you can see that the orbs are getting bigger as you go up from here and at the very top you can see a couple of uh rock biters sort of peeling the exterior of these orbs off of what looks to be a a juvenile rock biter that is curled up in a ball and it sort of extends its legs and uh clacks its mandibles and is carried back down the side of the chamber okay all right then i'm and i've I've reached the ceiling correct yes okay do they do they just look like miniature rock biters are they different color um uh they have have any other distinguishing features they're um, sort of colored like the, they're not the uniform sort of slate gray. They have kind of a crystalline color to them um, when they come fresh out of the, out of the orb. Okay. Otherwise they appear to be similar to the adult rock biters. Okay. So I haven't seen any other, like so far I've either seen fully fledged adult rock biters and i've seen these freshly hatched ones and i haven't seen anything in between correct okay i'm going to go back to the room with the queen and how how big is she she is um each segment is probably about the size of a horse Okay. The abdomen, obviously, much larger. Is this also the room with the stalagmites and stalactites? Or is that no, the that's room the room before. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess I could go down further, but that's probably just rocks coated in... Who knows what? And so I'm going to continue backtracking to the room with the stalagmites and the stalactites and take just a closer look at them, but then I'm going to book it back to the um, to the entrance after that. Okay. What are you looking for? Um, is it, I mean, is it made of stone? Is it, uh, is it the same stone that we've seen the tree ship made of? Or is it stone, um, like naturally occurring on this, um, little island that we have here? Um, you're not super well versed in geology but it looks like it's pretty uniform as compared to what you saw in the tree ship and the rest of the island okay all right i mean with that then i'm going to return to the entrance of the cave okay uh the rest of the party chad has been gone for about 15 minutes what have you been doing to entertain yourselves slipping cards into a hat fair i'm I am uh, commuting with my deity. Yeah? What you, yep. what you talking about with her? Hey, uh... I've been talking a real big game about knowing all kinds of shit. Can you help me <laughs> out? Uh, so, you just feel a, a sense of warm amusement from on high, and... Yep. <laughs> she's like... You get the impression that she's like, well, talk a big game. You better be able to back it up. Right. <laughs> Aquila helps those who help themselves. Yep. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew that was coming. Yes. <laughs> Leyland, Falrock, anything exciting while you're... Uh, out and about. Leyland is Leyland is still trying to develop his uh, elves turn into ants theory, or just figure out when the hell happened to all the elves. Then, if they didn't turn into to the ants, because that still just bothers him. How they all just are gone, and there's no no clear indication of anything that could have happened to him. So seems reasonable. All right, 
Chad, uh, you you once again hear the the tiny sonic boom of a spider moving at sixty <laughs> feet around, <laughs> and Chad is back. And you see um, his little spider form uh, grow a tiny little pair of wings. Um, horrifying. The, yeah, horrifying. As the spider just grows um, without getting other other any other bird-like features, and it just becomes a bigger, <laughs> bigger, bigger spider um, before suddenly it all just kind of cracks and crumbles and dissipates, and suddenly there's Chad. Awful. <laughs> the worst thing we've seen but still not great <laughs> i'm working on the fluidity of my uh my wild shape i'm trying some some new stuff out uh-huh trying some so, new material uh yeah, yeah yeah i don't often turn into segmented things but speaking of segmented things um i just saw a really weird assembly line looking birthing ritual because it's it's like borderline like they're taking magic infused rock right have we established now that we believe that every bit of the tree ship back there is is just magical uh probably at a basic level but it's pretty dead and inert because they are not i saw what i believe to be a a reproducing rock biter, okay? And it okay. wasn't just straight up birthing or laying eggs, okay? It was secreting fluid that it applied to rocks that they're taking from the tree ship. They are making more rock biters out of this ship. What we're seeing right now mm. are basically just the ship being given some kind of form, some kind mm. of life. Um, so... And I don't know how this started. Like, it doesn't make any sense. If if what came first, the chicken or the egg? Here, life okay? finds a way. <laughs> yeah. Well, this weird fucking rock biter uh, found a way to reproduce with the tree ship. Right. And I, I don't know if it's if it naturally does this with rock. And um, these are just like a new different a new, a new type of rock biter, or if this is like a souped up version um of what a rock biter would typically look like or be like um so very weird very strange um there are there are already some hatching at the top right now but the the area where i found them all hatching from um the oldest ones were just or maybe had just hatched and they took up they, they were bigger than the ones that are now being born, but they also are at the very top of a cavern. So the ones they just started birthing, I think, just started hatching. So maybe we haven't even seen the souped-up rock biters yet. Maybe that this is how they normally reproduce, and they just found the tree ship, and now they're going to start birthing some monstrous versions of themselves. I don't know. How the hell do they even... Get but you. there is, there's evidence then that this is a recent development, and they haven't been here for like generations. Yes, I would think. I, I mean, I didn't go down every tunnel, but this yeah, is yeah, where yeah. all of the rock biter workers that were carrying away little bits of stone. This is where they were going. Um, um, there were maybe two tunnels I didn't go down at the start. No, there uh, were there were several tunnels. Oh, right at the start. Okay. Uh, well, none of them led to the. None of them led to the queen, so I would have thought, oh. Were there any branching paths after the queen? Uh, the chamber behind the queen uh, was the only one past the queen, but there were other tunnels out of that room with the stalactites as well. Okay. So here's the question to me, then. Do we see this as a problem that we need to rectify, or do we... I mean... Like, what? Well, here's the thing. Self-contained. It's not. They can't leave the island. True, but we want to loot the ship, right? Yes. Yeah, like money. We came here to make money. Right. So if we're going to try and loot the ship, we have to stop them from destroying the ship before we can fix it. Agreed. And also, I, I don't know how on earth these things could actually get here. 
Um, but I don't know. It, it just seems like them being here could be related to the ship turning itself to stone. Like maybe they saw it and petrified it or something like that. I don't know. I mean, if they need the magic stone to reproduce, then maybe they saw the magic and was like, hmm, got to turn this to stone. But I don't know. But either way, like, we've got to stop them from destroying it if we want to loot the ship. So, so, they, have, so they have some kind of petrification <laughs> fluid I mean, that they, they have, use? They have fluid that they use to extricate the stone. Yeah, to dissolve um, it, but they can also... Okay. I mean, oh. if you're saying that they're reproducing using this stone... The stone's not an egg to begin with. So obviously they're enchanting that stone to have life, right? I have no idea. <laughs> this goes beyond anything I've ever... But I, I know that, yes, they are taking, in essence, you're right, the stone and doing something to it and then birthing more of them from it. Yeah, How much I don't know. damage... I mean, we hadn't really seen that they had done a lot of damage to the... To the right, ship so it's, and... it's a new, new-ish development, but, like, I don't know. It's like, all that damage could have been done in a week, and two months from now, the ship will be gone. Like, yeah. we don't know. But also, you know, are they even going to care, like, if we fix, unless we are assuming that they're responsible for the petrification, if we fix the petrification, then they're, uh, desire for the ship might not even be there anymore yeah but we have to find a way to fix the petrification for that right and i i think it's better to do that after we stop the ship from getting effectively taken apart but how are we gonna do that other than by killing the entire colony ding 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 (laughs) (laughs) there it is uh so uh i have i have have an idea okay okay the just sever their part of the island from the rest of the they're right under the tree ship like well, the... <laughs> you don't need that top those top two floors it's fine Just the other right issue off. there is that as i understand it most islands only have one anchor, anchor. Yeah. So whichever half is not currently anchored will just plummet into the abyss. Joe, am I correct? <laughs> so we either something? we either lose the tree or we destroy or we the kill the ants anyways. Yeah. yeah, that is uh, something you recall seeing when fighting the canker was that was correct. That was yeah. how they got rid of it. Was they would core out the section that had the uh, the tether attached. Um. Have any of the other trees on this island been, like, nibbled on or had chunks taken out of them? Or is it just the tree ship? There, make a perception check. Or investigation. Um, uh, 17. Uh, yeah, there are chunks taken um, pretty much all over the place, really. Oh, okay. um, they are not just digging out of the, the tree ship. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um. Wait a minute. What's Does up? maybe we can cut off the tree ship through? Who? I'm trying to think. Which okay. one of us can use the tree ship's lasers? Uh, or a... I, I have the precision. weapon system. To, I have well, the not precision shot. Not so. that, but to create some kind of barrier that would essentially just block off the tree ship from... Mm. Uh, Desmond could fire, like, ice spears, but I don't think you could create enough of a wall that they couldn't climb over. Because yeah. I, I can... What is mine, Joe? Like, a, it's like a thorny... Yours is like a, a bramble shotgun. Oh. How much time do you think it would buy to, like, collapse their cavern? Just like the or entrance to block it. the entrance, yeah. Yeah. That could work. But then we also... I don't know. We can't figure out what's going on with the ship. Yeah, we have to figure out what we're even buying time for. I still think that um, we should try to get one of the ants off alone, kill it, and then use its fluids to open a path to the mythol. Because there might be something down in the mythol chamber that's like 
uh, more information. Like maybe there's ship's logs that aren't petrified, like they're encoded magically or something. If if I were to polymorph somebody into one of these creatures, mm-hmm. um, oh, oh yeah, they wouldn't be a magical creature, right? But we'd have to do the polymorphing like at a remote. We'd have to be far enough away where it doesn't just get sucked away before it could take effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's worth a try, right? <laughs> our, plan, uh, our plan for accomplishing this infiltration is to polymorph somebody and airdrop them onto the colony. <laughs> well, no, we're this is for getting to the, the mythal door. Yeah, just to get to the mythal. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, everybody draw straws to determine who becomes an ant. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Good on you, Leyland. He's no. All he's right. testing. He's testing yeah. his theory of can elves yes. turn into rock biters? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh right. This them being born from stones does make them less less likely to be elves originally. Larval dwarfs. Uh. <laughs> No. <laughs> Please, no. Oh, my God. Okay. All right, Layla, let's Layla, do let's it. Let's go. Let's go, man. Um, All right. Let's just... Let's just ready, you know, ready as I'll ever be. Brisk little <laughs> jog. Let's get, like, a football field away. What's football? I don't know. It's something I just thought of right now. As, a lame uh, sport. Yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't compare to the time-honored Eric Cochran traditions. Of baseball? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... um technically, it's... Draconid football. Uh, nope, that's soccer. Draconid stickball over in the Draconid archipelago. So There's let's a big uh, rivalry. Yeah, let's go like let's go like a hundred yards out, three hundred feet, and uh, I'll cast polymorph on you. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Layla, I... for describe the transformation for me, Chad, since you're so good at it. Oh, since Ched's so good at it. Well, um, Ched's not. Uh, the, the only time he's ever polymorphed somebody was, was Leolin and into a spider. Uh-huh. So he does have some experience turning people into um, segmented the creatures. The only reason Leolin is... like, volunteered as well because he yeah. had done the spider before. Like so. I've, I've been put through this before. I'll, I'll take another one for the team. Um... So it, and unfortunately for Leolin, starts out by um, his eyes sort of. I, I see crisscrosses running through them, and they start to become bulbous, and like they, oh, <laughs> like God. they're it starts with the face. It starts with the eyes, the windows oh. to his soul. They become these these like almost netted bubbles. Like Great. think of a net over over water, and yeah. um, they just get bigger and bigger. I'm assuming that rock spiders have these uh, these almost geometric looking eyes. Yeah, they have compound eyes. Other Con- yes, compound. Um, and then great stalks sprout from the top of his head as his as his hair kind of just evaporates, kind of just disappears from his body. Um, and then the mandibles. Um, they don't. They don't so much shoot out from the front of his face so much as they um, they grow out from the sides um, laterally to his body, and then they come around forward and snap together for the first time. And then his <laughs> this is gruesome. <laughs> this is horrifying. Yeah. We're gonna have to put a no, content warning on this episode. Keep it going. <laughs> Am I feeling all of this happening? Or oh, it feels fine. It's, no- it's novel. It's novel. You've never felt anything like, like it before. It tingles. Yeah, itchy. It it it's itchy. Yeah. It's a. It was little. I think disconcerting when you saw your bangs fall uh, in front of your your million eyes, um, and then you're you just feel bloated, like your stomach. Your legs, they just start to bloat, and they start to separate, you know, your legs fuse, uh, almost into, like, kind of a... a no, they they split. No, they no they fuse together. His legs fuse together and form one of the segments, the abdomen, oh, for see. the rock fighter, and then his stomach, yeah, splits from his... 
Remember, Rock, Rock Biters have five wave. segments. Oh my God! Okay, you like full segment all right. four, all right. four times, and before then you probably like Rock Biters. I think we can all imagine. Before that. we scar our listeners any further, Leyland is a Rock Biter. You're a Rock Biter. Yeah. I uh, I finish uh, barfing into a bag, and I say, <laughs> Leyland, if you ever want to be polymorphed again, I'll do it next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. God. All right, let's go open that door. <laughs> I like clack a mandible at uh, Terrorjacks. <laughs> finger pistols. <laughs> nervous finger pistols. Yeah, very nervous finger pistols, because now I know he has projectile vomit. <laughs> I mean, technically so did you, like, a minute ago. Yeah, projectile is a strong word. I, I think Terrorjacks is kind of a weak vomiter. It, it's I... more of like a... I assume dribble. that it's accompanied by a blast of wind. <laughs> you know what? You're right. Anyway, <laughs> you make your way across the football field distance that you that you took to get away from the tree ship and start descending the stairs once again. Uh, Ched, when you get about halfway down, I'm going to need you to make a concentration check and... Uh, Leyland, I'm going to need you to make a constitution check. Okay. Um, your modifier for this is plus five. Okay. I need to make a con check? Yep. Okay. That's uh, a total of 23 for me. Ooh. Um, a 10. Okay. Um, Leyland, you feel very unpleasant. Um, parts of your form start to kind of bubble and expand and shrink and compress. Uh, Ched, you are having a hard time holding on to this polymorph spell. Uh, You very nearly lost it just there. Okay. All right, let's hurry up. (laughs) Go, go, go. Uh, I need you to make those same checks as you get down to the second level. Okay. Oh, jeez. Twenty-one. Oh, um. I think it's over. Twelve. It's a. It's a twelve. Um. So, it looks like Leyland has turned into kind of like a child's drawing of a rock biter. <laughs> oh boy. Um. It's not very pleasant to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, Ched is you are holding onto this spell by your fingertips, or I guess talent tips. Yes. Um, go, go, go. Give me one more <laughs> as you reach the the door to the mythal chamber. Another twenty three. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm rolling as hard as I can. <laughs> Maybe be gentler. It's a fourteen. He's like, I'm like, I'm concentrating harder and harder and harder. Yeah. Yeah. Slipping, slipping, slipping. You managed to stabilize Leyland's form a little bit. It's super gross and unpleasant, but it's not uh, falling apart or actively trying to escape your concentration anymore. Um, All right. What, chop, what chop. do you do? Yeah, t- clock's ticking here. What are doing at this point? <laughs> you know. Can I spew my acid? Can I projectile onto the yes, door? Yes, do it. Okay. All right, Just so I do that. Just at it. Yeah. I, I do that, then. All right. Uh, Leyland's gross, distorted form <laughs> sprays a foul-smelling fluid onto the this vine door which begins to bubble and hiss and dissolve slowly it's gonna take some time for that to happen i I keep doing it as much as possible knowing that clearly i am like coming undone here yeah (laughs) um the smell is astoundingly bad as you continue to hack up this uh, 
acid. And you start a ventilation here, Terrajet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm on it. I uh, <laughs> I use precipitation and other related. Uh, I mean, safety first, spells. right? Safety first. We don't want to <laughs> inhale this stuff. Yeah, do yeah. We? This could be noxious. I I get a little bit of airflow going in here. Okay. <laughs> um, you managed to open a, a small hole in this uh, vine closed petrified door. And sections underneath it are very pliable, sort of running away from the uh, from this hole. Like, have you ever have you ever taken an ice cube and blown on it through a straw? Oh yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that. Um, oh. One more set of checks from Ched and Leyland, please. Uh, seventeen oh. for me. Um. That's a natural one. And <laughs> there it is. That's all, folks. Laylan <laughs> manages to hork up a little bit more acid, and he sort of comes apart at the seams. Um, there's an unpleasant series of cracks. Um, there's a, an entirely different foul smell. Uh, Laylan for the space of maybe 15 seconds is an elf with five body segments and too many legs. Oh no. And it is excruciatingly painful. Um, <laughs> Leyland, you are going to take oh, boy. 12 points of psychic damage from the absolute horror of being forced into such an alien shape. That's not gonna wash off. Um, and Ched loses the polymorph spell. There is a hole in this door that is about uh, three feet across. Oh, okay. That's that's big enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah the edges of it are that. ringed with a foul-smelling acid. I that, therein lies the problem. This is a little water. It clean. I'm like panting and and <laughs> and like groaning and everything else, and I just say I liked being a spider a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also weren't forced out of the spider trans trans transformation either. I get Leyland some water, and uh, then I. Uh, do a little bit of cleanup on the edge of this hole, and I would like to peek through and see what we're dealing with. Uh, it is very dark in there. Well, I did my best. <laughs> You're the only person I can say that to. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't have dark vision either. Yeah, but you have tremor sense. And oh. produce flame. And produce flame. Yeah. Well, the produce flame will probably just get sucked in. I have no way to make light. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Hi, but before I glow, before we we scope it out further, I'm going to write uh, Leolin a little ticket for uh, a polymorph of his choice for the future. <laughs> you want to be a bird? You can be a bird. You want to be a fish? Be a fish. Why you know? do you think that's what I want after that experience? <laughs> well, because that was really alien and gross and awful. But now you can fly. You know, I could give you. I could, you could be a bird. Doesn't that sound fun? Think, a, think of it. Just think about nice. it. You probably morph into some, anything. 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 Oh my god. Alright, let's go. Alright, Fall Rock, lead the way. Alright, I go through the hole. You clamber through the hole, um, and your stomach lurches, and you are... Are you turning up your your... Brightness intensity, or what? I'm going to try to try and focus glow? on it. Okay. Make a concentration check, or a constitution check, I guess, please. Okay. Uh, that is a 14. <clears throat> okay. Uh, you managed to bring it up a few lumens, um, and as you concentrate on it, the the shade of light goes from sort of your standard white yellow to a a more reddish color um 
you look around and you see that you are in a room very similar to the Mythal Chamber on Teliferous. Uh, there are a few like structural differences um, that you suspect are probably just mostly aesthetic, not really uh, purposeful, or they don't have any any real mechanical difference on on the tree ship, just from what you've experienced. Uh, the pedestal on which the mythal sits is askew, obviously, but the mythal remains in place, um, sort of locked into it, again, as it is on Teliferous. It is a gray and lifeless thing, this mythal. Um, could everybody other than Falrock please make a perception check? Roll the one. Twenty-two. A total of twenty-four. Desmond? I got a fourteen. Okay. Uh, Leyland, Desmond, and Ched, you notice that Falrock's glow is being pulled towards the mythal. It is... Great. Not a. It's a weird thing for your eyes to look at. Must be like. <laughs> it must be in need of something to jumpstart it to bring it back. Yeah. Like, what if we just poured like a bunch of spells into this thing? Well, I was thinking, what if we cut a oh. hole from the outside and like fired the Teliferous main gun directly into say, the middle? So, like the amount of power needed to charge this thing. Yeah, I don't think. All of us using every spell we have. I mean, I could I could hit it with a bunch of lightning dented. bolts if we want to try that. But... I don't even think that would put a dent in it personally, but yeah, like, we can try just to. Are we are you gonna try to charge a mythol with another mythol? Yeah, I was, let's well. stop and think about this for a minute. <laughs> well, it's a power strip that's plugged into itself. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking more like jumpstarting a car than a power strip plugged into itself. But yeah, yeah. Uh, because I mean, we're I just trying to reestablish the like gradient between dimensions. But I mean, if this is if this thing is totally inert and hungry, then yeah, I guess that's not the same as just jump starting something that's faltered. Uh huh. Uh-uh. It could, for all we know, it could just we could fire at it and it just suck. Mm-hmm. Without right, us. and we won't be able to turn the guns off then, and we uh-huh. just train ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> it, we found a magic black hole. Great. I um, I'm gonna cast a lightning bolt into it for to Are you satisfy going my to own. Warn me first? No. Okay. Uh, your warning is the sound of a lightning bolt <laughs> charging behind you. Are you stepping what? into and, the room, or are you casting it through the hole in the door? Uh, I'm gonna. I don't really need to be in the room, do I? Probably not. I'm gonna stay out here. I I don't want to go into the room because I happen to have a, uh, a exposed cloud <laughs> crescent that a highly detachable want... <laughs> arm. <laughs> a highly detachable yeah. arm. I I don't do well in high magic areas. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna say, hey, Farak, I have an idea, and then you hear the sound of a lightning spell being charged. <laughs> oh, great! What is it? Oh. <laughs> I get as much out of the way as I can. I cast Lightning Bolt on the Mythal. You cast Lightning Bolt, and uh, Farak, you are treated to the unique and exceptional treat of watching a Lightning Bolt arc, uh, like curve <laughs> midair towards the Mythal, and it hits the oh, Mythal. I gotta learn that trick. And is absorbed entirely. And then nothing happens. And then nothing okay. happens. All right, worth a try. It's going to take a lot more than that. Yeah, 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 I know. But, I mean, we... Maybe we should get Ivy to check it out now that we... Yeah, I don't know that she's going to have, like... I mean, she already got samples of the, the petrified part, right? Yeah. She studied yep. these things, though, and she might True. have some idea about the mythal, though. Let's... 
Let's go back and ask then, because like, did Teliferous just not have a mythol? It did not have a mythol. Okay, so that that's why it wasn't. You had to go and get okay. one, remember? Right, right, right. But I couldn't remember if we got one to feed to the existing one. No, we just slotted it in. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one thing though, what I don't happened? know if we should leave this unattended now that we blew a hole in it, and the ants could come in. <laughs> Do you want ants? Because I... that's how you get ants. I don't think I don't like think I could fit. One, yeah. it can't fit. Two, if an ant gets in there, the mythol is going to eat it. Like. I, I think the mythol is probably stronger than a rock biter. I leave the room, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'll only had a portable hole. This would be fine. I'll stay and stand guard, though. Uh, it would... Ivy's still down here, isn't she? Ivy was Wait, outside the. Do you think it would eat the portable hole? <laughs> yeah, or it would do the whole portable hole with a bag of, uh, bag of holding holes, trick. Eh? Yeah, where it just rips open the to the ethereal plane. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's a magic black hole, like. You can yeah, see, see the wheels in Desmond's head turning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that introducing extra dimensional space to a magic black hole is a good idea. Why if not? we had a way to like shield this thing from like and deploy it selectively, it would be such a powerful weapon though. Does it does it feel like it's pulling our magical items? Um Falrock Yes. Anything ma- like you're feeling a tug at your belt. Um, I leave the room, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Is it pulling at my staff? It's. I think it might be a distance thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna walk into the room with the staff. Yeah, Don't it is. Lose your staff. This it is, is how you lose your staff. <laughs> yeah, definitely pulling on your staff. Okay. As soon as you cross the threshold, you well, you can feel it. Do you guys know, um, it's not pulling me, like, strongly, though, right? Um, it's like Like, a, I can resist it just yeah. by holding on to it's it, It's like right? a stiff breeze at this point. Well, um, you guys remember that nifty thing about my staff, right? Um, uh, you'll have you to be can... a little more specific. <laughs> I can cast Pass Without Trace at will? Yes. Uh-huh. It doesn't use any charges. Okay, so I'm just gonna. While you guys are trying to figure out something else with Ivy, I'm just gonna cast Pass oh. Without Trace over it and over and over. How and over mobile and over. is the Mythol? Is it like stuck in the ground? It's suspended above that sort of central pedestal where, like in Teliferous, you have it slotted on there and it just kind of hovers. It is you, still you, in hovering in midair over that pedestal, which is of course at an angle. I want to make a teleportation circle. Oh God! Okay, where? To our teleportation circle. No. Oh, you want to put a second mythol on our ship? Yeah, I do. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> this thing will drain our mythol. What are you doing? Isn't that what you, we were just talking about with the beams? They're not touching each other. <laughs> so what? It's on the ship. It's going to drain the ship. I, I want to sell it for money. Wait, there's no way that'll work. Why not? Who? Okay, look, the people that would be buying this, we don't necessarily want to be dealing to, except for Lori. And do you really think that an enchanted lich skull is going to want a magic black hole around her? Just think about the fantasy Florida man that would ha- that would take this from us. Fantasy no. Florida man. <laughs> I mean, we know we know a, a vampire and, and a lich and another lich who might want this. See, we could that we shouldn't could de- be on we our deploy plane this. We could tactically deploy this. We could literally make a catapult or a trebuchet. Oh we my god! A trebuchet. We could throw Ravenwood into it. <laughs> we could. Yeah, invite oh, him. Just- Invite him just to, hey, we it. found a tree ship for you. Oh, you throw it at the Valor of Jux. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Uh, that killed the elementals. Can't do that. Yeah, okay. Uh, sorry, Vito. <laughs> well, so, all right. Well, I, I'm going to get my chalk out and start making a circle. Look, that's another Vito. Oh. There we go. Uh, I'm going to erase the chalk as he's writing. You <laughs> <laughs> don't know how it's going to interact with our ship, though. No, I have no idea, but I'm willing to find out. I, I am not. I am scr- <laughs> I am like 
wiping away your chalk marks as you're drawing. Why don't we at least ask Basil and Ivy first? I go get Ivy. Okay. There's got to be another teleportation circle we've seen that I could put in the Stargate coordinates for. What? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have. yeah, there has to have been at least one. Laurie's Lounge had a, or Laurie's Den of Misfortune, had a teleport circle. Uh, the Hall of yeah. Mysteries has a, a teleport circle. Okay. Um, You're not oh, just no. going to teleport this thing to a random place. It's we not random. It's very Lori. specific. It has to be very okay, specific. Okay, we would we would need to talk to Lori, and do okay. we really want this on on open channels through sending? Well, we don't. Oh yeah, it's that's going to be tricky. I mean, I, I'll, I'll. All right, I'll, I am actively ask. leaving and going and getting Ivy, and then telling her, asking her if we should get Basil down here as well. Okay. Well, well, Desmond's plan is Plan A one. So, <laughs> something better. I mean, I'm okay with that. All right. Uh, you find Ivy, who is in the process of magically grinding up chunks of stone and putting them in vials um, and making notes about the tree ship as she does so. She looks up and she's like, back so soon? I was Wanna expecting come... more explosions or like somebody to be covered in ant gore. Yeah, so, uh, it was actually funny. worse. It was so uh, theoretically, it a lot worse. What... So theoretically, what would happen if we connected our mythol or our ship to this uh, sucking everything magical into it mythol? Hold on, just... hold on, back up. What? Hey, you want to come see a mythol? We got we got into the room, and this mythol attracts all mag- magical stuff into it. And Desmond thinks it would be a great idea to just teleport it onto the Teleferous. Well, that sounds like a bad idea. Okay, great. Can you go tell him that? Because he's not listening to us. (laughs) We need a scientist. (laughs) Ivy sighs and packs up her notebooks and various uh, objects and items and wanders over to the mythal chamber and she's like oh oh i can feel that that's not yeah. very pleasant no uh, do not put this on teliferous well, where what can we send you? it why do you need to send it anywhere <laughs> we need to we need to send it to the bank or to hell and there's really no other options <laughs> what aquila told you no mate i <laughs> <laughs> Charisma, what do you mean? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, technically, I'm the mouthpiece for Aquila, and what I say is sort of what she wants to do. (laughs) Talking a big game. What do you mean, hmm, Desmond? What do you mean, what you say is what she wants you to do? I'm Aquila's representative on, on this planet. So hang on, then. Did she tell you to inject us with hatchling blood, or did you decide to do that? Because now it seems that you're going back and forth on that. <laughs> I mean, she told me to do it. Okay, so now you are deciding to teleport this mythal to wherever. Yeah. For money. <laughs> going to get money for this. This know. is not going to get us paid. What are we going to do with it? Because it can't stay here. Yeah, what what should we do with this? If we can't restart it somehow, we're going to throw it into the void. Here's an idea. According to Terrajux, it's not a void, though. Okay. Mm, Yeah, I don't know how I feel about putting this down there, actually. Usually I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty fast (laughs) and loose about throwing stuff over the edge, but this one seems kind of dangerous. You know what's a a very good idea is throwing a magical black hole into the magical anchor <laughs> that keeps the planet together. Yeah. I, yes, yes, we should. <laughs> Why the hell did the elves oh. build something so dangerous? 
We can end. We can end the series. Okay. Right all here. right. Okay. So here's. I mean, it can't be infinite. It can't actually be. We're using the term black hole. Okay. But do we know that it's actually as infinite as a black hole? Oh, you know what we do? You know what we do? We take my decanter of endless water and just fill it up. The other thing, it would, how, it would take us time. How I, I strong is Quentin? I've looked, I've looked to Ivy and I'm just like, can you please? I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Ivy... Is, has been slowly retreating from the myth hall. She's like, no, do not remove this from from this location. Anywhere you send this would be disastrous, to say the least, unless you can find a way to cast it into the lower planes. And I'm not even sure that's a good idea, because gods only know what the demons or devils will make of it once it's down there. It can't stay here. Why not? It's a bomb. It's a bomb. Is it? Doesn't seem to be explosive. Well, someday the ants are gonna come in here and take a chunk out of that pedestal, and then the mythol is gonna topple off and probably eat through the world, anyways. Well, so. someday all of our carbon emissions here on planet Earth are <laughs> are going to bring us to ruin. But that's not our problem. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about ten years from now. I'm talking like it'll take them a month to eat through this ship. Yeah. It sounds like we need to murder the ants then. I think we gotta murder the ants. Ten years? <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's go kill the ants and then we'll sort this out. And I think that's no. where we're going to stop. <laughs> um, yeah. I wasn't entirely sure where this was going to go, but it, yeah. it wasn't really Reduced. here. We use and recycle everybody. Uh, yep. Do what this, you can. This has been and then ultimately, <laughs> accept that it, it doesn't really matter. So there you go. Uh, anyway, yes, Dungeons and Dragons. Hi, I'm Joe, your, your host and dungeon <laughs> master for this thrilling D and D adventure. Uh, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail dot com. Or the Alchemist Club at gmail.com. Um, you can find us wherever podcasts are sold and our socials are. You can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventures today were Daniel playing Chad Fleek. Daniel playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. Waffle playing the Baron of Fluffy Clouds. Thanks for joining us.